Welcome to Real Truth Real Quick. My name is Rick Smith, Director of Digital Ministries at Watermark Church in Dallas, Texas. And I'm here with our friend and pastor, Todd Wagner. We got a good one today. Right. Easter's right around the corner. A lot of questions about the Bible, faith, everything. And so the question just goes like this. Is it okay as a Christian to have doubts about my faith? Yeah, it's, it's probably also human. I mean, there's even a time when we can say, so the answer is yes. We, we, we even see Christ in Gethsemane just said, hey, are we sure that we're, we're on the right program here? And God, are you sure this is what you want to do? Christ knew that he had set his eyes, it says earlier in, the chap, in, in, in Luke, uh, towards Jerusalem to go and to give himself. He had told his brothers, I'm going to go lay my life down. Um, and, but yet there he was in that moment and he was just saying, Hey God, I'm not really sure I want to drink this cup, go this route. Are you sure this is the only way, but not my will, but your will be done is where it ended. Let's talk about this whole issue of doubts. Cause I think it can be extremely abusive. I think even controlling and a sign that you are aligned with somebody who can't defend appropriately what they want you to believe when they tell you it's a sign of a lack of faith to ask questions. Isaiah, in, in chapter 1, verse 18, God even says through Isaiah, come let us reason together. In, in chapter 41 of Isaiah, he says, hey, let's, let's, let's work through this thing. Bring your judgments. Make your case, he says in, in Isaiah 41, in verse 1. I think it picks it back up there in verse 21, where he's saying, bring your case before me. You state what you believe and why. And then God's going to state his case as to why you should believe in him. Here's what I love to tell people all the time. If something is true, then no amount of scrutiny will affect it. Now, a lot of people, and it's tragic, that they think that faith means believing something you know not to be true. Okay, The fact that people believe that is problematic. The fact that some Christians believe that is really, really troublesome. Okay, The opposite of faith is not reason. Okay? The opposite of reason is irrationality. The opposite of faith is non-belief. Okay? So, um, again, we, we don't have a faith that goes against reason. Okay? We don't have an irrational belief. We've got what's called a supra-rational belief. It goes, at some levels, beyond that which reason alone can get us there. There is some faith element involved in this because uh, we don't see everything. By the way, that's probably a decent thing because we can be fooled even when we see things. What the Bible does say is that you've got to make your mind up. And I think periodically things happen, events, uh, issues uh, come up in our life that really make us start to question some things. And David did this. Man, Psalm 13, how long, God, how long is this going to continue? But David always sits there until he gets an answer, okay? Job's problem was not that he was confused, and that he doubted that maybe what was happening was um, God himself being involved. Job's problem was that he was demanding of God, that he demanded God explain to him right now why everything that was going down is what should go down. And so what God does in the book of Job, for instance, he sits Job down. He says, I'll tell you what, I'll answer your questions when you answer just one of mine. God says specifically, who is this that... Um, basically uh, clouds enlightenment with words without knowledge, okay? That confuses counsel with words without knowledge. And he says, you gird up your loins, now you answer me. And then he just runs them through a whole series of questions. He didn't have a problem with Job doubting what was going on. He had a problem with Job thinking that if God explained himself, that his little pea brain could understand it. God says, my ways aren't your ways. 
But God also tells you, come, let us reason together. He wants us to love him with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. You don't have to commit intellectual suicide to be a believer. We've got a faith that, again, doesn't go against reason but goes beyond it. So what I would tell you is you should use your mind to get your arms around everything you can. God wants you to have questions. He, he just tells you, I am truth. Come to me. I will teach you. Okay? And the way that you're going to learn is through questions. So ask him. Where you go to have your questions answered, though, uh, is really key. And what James is talking about when he says to not be a double-minded way, man who doubts, it doesn't mean that we shouldn't ask questions. The Bible says in James chapter 1, verse 5, if any man lacks wisdom, understanding, let him ask of God who gives to all men without reproach or without rebuke. He wants to answer your questions. He wants to explain himself. He wants to give you a sense of understanding and confidence. But where you ask your questions, where you go for answers, and what you expect God to do, he cannot pour his infinite wisdom into your finite mind. He can't give you a temporal person uh, eternal understanding, but he can give you enough that a reasonable person would trust him. So I love what Spurgeon says. We have a God that is too good to be unkind and too wise to be mistaken. So when you cannot trace his hand, when you can't see the fingerprints of God on something, we can trust his heart. Ask your questions. Find mature believers. Go to his word. Trust in the Lord that says, come, let us reason together. Yeah, good stuff. And, and if you have the Real Truth Real Quick app, right there on that tab, you can submit a question. Yeah. We'll help you sort through your questions. Um, and also in the show notes, uh, there's a lot of really great books and resources and websites that are out there specifically made to help you with your questions. And so yeah. we'll list those out. Absolutely. Ask good questions. Ask them in faith. Seek answers. Believe that God is true and he is right. If somebody ever tells you, hey, don't let other people speak into this or don't let other people um, you know, teach you on this, it's usually because they're trying to control you and they're afraid you're going to find out information that would move you away from their system. And what I'm going to tell you is God says, come. That's why we have a great questions class here at Watermark every Monday night. We love your questions. We think they're great because we think we believe in truth and no amount of scrutiny is going to affect it. Yes, and they allow me to have a job. So send those questions <laughs> in and we'll see you next week on Real Truth Real Quick.